pale hair silky flat over her round head, the sun glistening on the blonde hairs on bare arms and legs. How much of Teddy, Albert, and Will Rising was there in her? Everyone said how much like her mother's side of the family she was. Obviously, since David and all the Dakers were as dark as slows. Flora said, I'm going to pick two bunches of bluebells. One for Grandma Rising and one for us. April twisted round and kissed her daughter's dark head again. No doubting that Flora was a daker, with her quick intelligence, brittle hair and black eyes. She laughed as she mounted the bicycle and pushed herself off. Onward, Christian soldiers, she rallied. They were all laughing as they turned down the rutted lane that led to the woods. The bluebells were so dense, it looked as if the trees were growing out of a mist of blue. But in spite of the week's dry weather, there were boggy patches in the leaf mould, and it paid to pick the flowers nearest the path. They worked their way through the wood, pulling the flowers carefully from their sheaths so that the stems were pale white at the ends. Flora asked her usual searching questions, and for once April gave Davina time to answer first. The husky voice, with its unmistakable Gloucester burr, supplied strangely mature replies. You have to pull them like you pull rhubarb, else the bit you leave in sort of chokes up the plant. Well, of course it's still soggy in here, because the sun can't get through to dry it out, can it? It's a worm flow. How can it be a snake in this wetness? April smiled at their industriously bent backs as she brought up the rear. She must remember this small exchange to recount to David tonight. And maybe her sister May would like to hear it too, if she could spare time from looking after their mother, coping with their lively son and bored husband, and putting in a full day at the hair salon. April's smile died as she remembered mother confined to her room now, waiting, indeed, longing to join poor Pa. She would doubtless make an effort to show pleasure when Davina and Flora arrived with their offerings of flowers, but bluebells were notoriously short-lived, and her energy would certainly not survive the flowers. Life was cruel sometimes. Pa had been dead for five years now, and Mother never strong, burdened with pernicious anemia, had expected to be with him in less than a year. And still she lived. April called, Don't hold the stems too tightly, my loves. They're so easily crushed. Both girls stopped and placed their bunches in the picnic basket. Them's for grammar raising, Flora decreed. And them what squashed are for us. April smiled again at such a right sense of priority, and said gently, Those are for grammar rising, darling, not them. At the far end of the wood, there was a stile leading to an empty acre of land dotted with gorse and rabbit holes, and called by the Dakers the wilderness. Here they laid out the picnic and poured the ginger beer carefully, past the marble in the bottle. Davy held her sandwich in both hands 
and munched stolidly through it. Flora used the Bakelite picnic knife and cut hers into pieces on the plate so that she could savour each one. April was reminded of May and her best friend at school, Sibby Luca. Sibby, always hungry, had crammed. May had picked daintily. April said sharply, Eat more slowly, please, Davy. You'll give yourself a tummy ache gobbling like that. But Davy still had her crusts, and Flora had eaten every scrap of hers. The scent of the gorse was thick and heavy, and before they had finished, wasps had joined the bees and were rolling drunkenly over the crumpled cloth. They'll sting! They'll sting! Davy and Flora hopped around, almost spilling their drinks. Anyway, we finished almost, April gathered.